We're recording the podcast now, but Fiona's just taking selfies, so oh, okay. that's the state we're so, in right now. Well, I'm glad you just started that without <laughs> even telling me it's fine, seriously. I thought this would be funnier, and it was. It really was. It was funny? It was funny for Are me. people laughing? They couldn't see your selfie face. It was You're funny. You're such a comedian, Riley. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways. This welcome. is the Gal Pals <sighs> Podcast. I was gonna say it, but I'm Riley. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can't, every single time, you ruin it by not letting me say it. You said it. I let you say it. No, but it. You, you interrupt it every time. I've, I, I'm yet to have a flawless intro without you being like, oh, I was going to say it. That's your voice. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, you can say it now. Oh, but oh, this is the Gal Pals Podcast. I'm Riley. And I'm Fiona. And this is episode six. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Cool. Who's counting? I, I am. I make the files and stuff and I upload them and I... Good work. answer to my question. Thank you for answering <laughs> my question. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, how's it going, babe? It's going good, babe. What's what's going on with you? Yeah, it's just... <laughs> How was your week? Um, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you get up to? Uh, what did I get up to? What did we? What did we do? Well, we had a Pokemon date yesterday. Oh yeah, thanks. It's a good thing you're here. I wouldn't have a memory for anything. You, you don't have a memory for no, anything. It, that, I I, the reason I'm here because you you don't remember. Pokemon things. Go community day was great. Yeah, we got so many Larvitars. Larvitar got a shiny Larvi. Mm, I have like three ripped Tyranitars now. It's mm-hmm. great. It was a good time. And then we went shopping afterwards, which I kind of like. Riley's mad at me because she thinks I tricked her into shopping with Community Day. Yeah. <laughs> but it happened. And then my goddamn bank contacted me <laughs> for suspicious activity because I bought a single bra and a single pair of earrings. Yeah. Like, they were so- like pretty inexpensive earrings. And yeah. Stuff as well. so they yeah. were Swarovski and they're on sale and they were studs. So it's not like mm. I was like off in Bloody Tiffany's buying diamond earrings. <laughs> they were like $48. That's so funny. I'm so poor. <laughs> But I'm so glad you have a comfy bra now. Thank you. So am I. I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> I hate I hate that people know about my bra wearing habits now. <laughs> well, I'm not wearing a bra, so Ooh. now they know about both of us and what's going on in our chestal areas. <sighs> and I'm not wearing pants, but I never wear pants around the house. <laughs> anyway, you now you know how we're period. dressed. Oh, uh, we also had a date night. Yeah, we did. Ooh, this is my part to brag. Yeah, it's yeah. Riley killed the date night, so she deadass wrote date night as the first topic in our podcast stuff topics that's going on in our lives is the first stuff we talk about date night was the thing that happened <laughs> you wanted to talk about it i wanted to talk about it uh, yeah anyway tell us about date night Riley. do you want me to do it no i can speak of my accomplishments okay. and my achievements it. it's gonna sound like i just did date night to like sound impressive but i was genuinely trying to make you happy oh kitty um, yeah so i got Flowers, because Fiona loves flowers. I love flowers. Yeah, gifts is one of her love languages. She's also... Gifts are one of her love languages. God damn it. And she's also now been given guidance on which flowers to pick to better suit my Instagram aesthetic. Yeah, really. (laughs) But I did really appreciate the flowers. Yeah, she loved them. She, like, screamed when she came into the house. Yeah, because you never buy... Like, no, no, you never buy flowers, but it's, like, not, like, an everyday thing. It is a rare thing, because I don't have a lot of money to be spending on things that are going to die in a few days. They're beautiful, though. They're they're nice. I will give you that. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway. Um, um, but yeah, and I got sushi. Love sushi. I feel like that's our thing for date nights usually. It was we always our thing sushi. long distance was some good sushi. Yeah. Um, and we watched a movie. What did we, we just had a little date what night. Did we watch again. Was it Hating Alice and Ashley? No, we watched, no, that, we watched last that recently. Night. What did we watch? Oh, we watched the Lego movie again. Oh my god. Because we Which watched is another that, like, throwback. We watched that, yeah, I don't know, over a year ago or something when we were long distance. Yeah. I didn't remember most of it. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, killed the date night, got it was some so food. Cute. And got she some lit some gosh dang candles. Oh yeah, and they lit all the candles and so it she, smelled all nice. Yeah, because yeah. I literally I walked in and before even looking at anything, I'm like, did you light a candle? Because she hates lighting candles because she burns her precious little oh, fingers. Yeah. So we don't have you know the like normal lighters that you use for candles that are like long. The one that people like, like, like use for like huge barbecues and camping and shit. Okay, they're also used for barbecues, but they're also used they're not for, used for not small burning your Yankee candles. <laughs> If you don't want to burn your fingers, they are. Just a normal lighter, like a cigarette lighter or whatever, yeah. is it's the flame is right next to your finger. How do you not catch your finger on fire? Those are just little finger flaming machines. I swear. Anyways, burnt my fingers a little bit, but we lit the candles. <laughs> She really sacrificed for this day. And it was cute. I, I really liked you. it. Especially because yes. I've had a stressful week. I'm having a stressful life. You yeah. just got anxiety. <laughs> what are you now? Yes, um, but it was time for date night in because our last week was date night out on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> watching We're taking it in turns. So we can have a date night every week. One's just going to be a night in mm. and the other one's going to be a night out. Yeah. So this coming week, you have to plan a night out one. Oh, really? Is that how a pattern works? Yeah. Oh, shit. We can also have a week off. No, I'm, I'm, I'll plan. <laughs> I'm like on it. No, I, just, I knew that. I yeah. mean, like, if we take a week off, it's not the end of the world. Like, there will be weeks that we take off. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway, now that you know that pressure. Anyways, also, did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy the day night? I love the day night, baby. Just wanted to check again. All right, no, now we can go to the next It was really good. <laughs> uh, in other good news as well, I saw a quokka this week. Oh, my gosh. And we've discussed quokkas so previously on this podcast. <laughs> but if you don't know who they are, look them up on your phone right now. And they're adorable, and I got to meet one, and he was... Quokka is spelled Q-U-O-K-K-A. Yes. Just because that is such a weird word. Fair. Um, and he was great. And also, we bought some plants last weekend. Oh, true. Which was so good, because I've been meaning to buy some tiny, tiny suns for ages. And we also got to go to <laughs> Newtown for the first time. Mm. Made it all the way on over, because I heard that there was a good garden market there. And also, it's the gay area. So yeah. that was the only way I could lure Riley there. <laughs> but it was good. <sighs> yeah, it was nice. It was nice being in the little plant area. Yeah. You were so happy. Happy. You were running around like a little kid in a candy store looking at all your plants and like trying to find the sun and it was adorable. It was really exciting. It was really cute. <laughs> You're like carrying them around like your little children in your arms. Yeah. Like, <laughs> protecting your precious plant babies. And there was a guy there who was like really helpful with actually giving me advice because mm. I won't lie, I have a plant, her name's Rihanna and we may or may not have killed her and they told me how to like actually water, pl- water plants because turns out I've been doing it wrong. Um, but wow. yeah. Yeah, anyway, well, we got lots of advice, time. and now all our plants are in better areas of the house getting more sun yes. and getting watered less, <laughs> so they're not drowning. Yeah, and the final good thing of the week mm. is the moon. Oh, she is pulling some fucking shit this week, I swear to God, in uh, the best possible way. She does pull the tides. That is what she does. And also my mood. So <laughs> I just want to quickly say, if you don't know about the moon cult that Maddie and I started, this can be a little introduction for it. But <sighs> on like Wednesday this week, I think it was, okay. I was feeling, maybe it was Tuesday, I can't remember, what, midweek, I was feeling so incredibly like creative and driven and wanting change. And I was like the whole day, like I was at work and I was doing some like numbers reporting stuff for love my life. And I was doing that and Normally it's fine to do that, but like my mind that it was so creative and I was going absolutely nuts and not being able to create things and change my life. And there were like three days. I'm very well suited to office life. I really love it. And there were like three, four days where I was like, I just dead ass want to become like a full-time freelancer and just like, just take Instagram photos for a living. Like I was so, oh my God, I can't even describe it. And then I was like, what is the moon playing at? Because (laughs) this mood came on so quickly and 
it was so strong. Like I felt it so deeply with my core. So I opened up my moon app, which I obviously have my phone. <sighs> and would you believe it? It's a gosh dang new moon. Which if you don't know, the new moon is when you're meant to like be forming plans. I come to fruition. I just want to check. It's a Twilight book, right? Hate you. Which okay. come to fruition <laughs> for the full moon. And like... When was the last time I felt like that? I haven't felt that crazy, like, driven and everything and, like, creative and wanting change in so long. It's prompted for you on 8.0, which I'm planning at the moment. And it's just, oh, my gosh. And then, like, she just looks so crisp as well two days after the new moon. And, mate, the moon, she's Bye. doing <laughs> some things and I love her a lot. We just, I don't think we've explained. You said Fiona 8.0 and just whizzed right over that. I feel like that's not, <laughs> not everyone has versions of themselves. Okay. So you're going to need to explain that a little bit. Uh, just the general gist is that every, so often, I'd say like every couple of years, the mm. shortest gap has been, I think, around six months. Um, I just decide that I, not that I don't like who I am, but that there's a lot of areas for improvement. And so I map out the new version of me. And then I plan her. So I figure out who like my inspirations are. I figure out the kind of person I want to be, what her routine is like and the way that I see it. So for example, like it's hard to like break it or form. It's hard to form a habit. Mm. So say if I want to stop biting my nails, that's difficult, but life hack. If I become a whole new person and Fiona 8.0 already just doesn't bite her nails, it's a lot easier. So it's either genius or I'm incredibly stupid, but it has worked for like the last, oh god damn, like eight years of my life. So right, yeah, whatever works for you. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm currently planning out Fiona 8.0 and I'm really excited for her. We're getting a few of the props ready. I'm planning out my meals for her and yeah. Cutie. Anyway, I'm very excited for Fiona 8.0. And the moon has really prompted that uh, this season. And it's a Capricorn moon, so... Sure. Lines up. Yep. Let's talk about (laughs) E3. That's enough of of the moon. Okay, cool. Enough of the moon. You can talk about your nerd shit. Yes, nerd shit. So E3 happened this week, which is so exciting. There is a lot of Sony and Microsoft news that I don't really care about because they were all like, zombies, blood, gore, horror, intense stuff. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, let's be real. I can't afford a PlayStation or an Xbox anyway. But if I could, I, I probably wouldn't. Still wouldn't care. They're just—they're probably—they're just like so serious. I yeah. mean, everything's just so intense, and like they try to be re- like as realistic as possible. And I'm just like, I want to chill with my little inklings and like shoot some colorful neon paint at each other and Cutie. drive around in Mario Kart. <laughs> but. Nintendo announced Smash Ultimate, which I'm just, like, mm-hmm. over the moon about. Super Smash Bros. is, like, my favorite game ever. And I'm really excited for this new one. I'm excited to learn it. Yeah, I will teach you. And I will train in you. in exciting news, Evil Luigi is not in it. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I'm all the, so excited. All the Waluigi memes. Waluigi got robbed. And, <laughs> and I hate, if you've seen us play on twitch.tv slash Riley and Fiona. Um, <laughs> if you've seen us play on Twitch, though, I just goddamn, I hate, I've been saying goddamn and gosh dang so much in this podcast, but I just really hate Evil Luigi. I just, I cannot stand him. He's the worst character, and people calling him a bi-icon is genuinely biphobia. Oh my god. Dead ass, that is biphobia because you shouldn't be associating Evil Luigi with bisexuality. People and- relate to Waluigi. You cannot attack their Waluigi love. No, I can't. I absolutely can't do that. Uh, so I'm very glad he's not in it. And what's the new one that you showed me that's There's in only it? like two new characters. So their whole thing is that they're bringing back every character from every Smash Pass Bros. Mm-hmm. Pass 
past Smash Bros. <laughs> past Smash Bros. Because <laughs> um, each game, they like add some characters and take out some characters. And this time, um, Sakurai, I think, is the person who was like announcing it all. He was like, everybody's here. Like, that was the whole tagline of it. Yeah. And that's why it was so funny with like the memes of Waluigi just lying on the ground. Because <laughs> he was just like, everyone's here. Sucks to suck. But so the only two people they actually like really added was Inkling Girl mm-hmm. and Ridley, who's like this creepy evil dragon who's Samus's enemy. Is that the like, one why? that I like? Did you like the evil dragon? I can't remember. You showed me one and I was like, I love it. I'm that one. I mean, there's only two. It's Inkling Girl and Ridley. But it could have been an old one because I didn't play the old one, you know? Oh, it could have. I don't remember who you liked. Okay, well, we'll get back to you on who I liked. (laughs) Uh, There's also, you wrote Lesbians in Tlaal. Which is The, the Last of Us. The I know last, it's The Last of go. Us. See, yeah. I'm a gamer girl. Um, yeah, I've never played The Last of Us, but I've like been told to play it many times. And yeah. it was like a huge deal that there was, like I think, two girls kissing in The, the Last of Us trailer that was played at E3. Because yeah. I saw screenshots of it going around Did everywhere. you see the things being like, I don't know about female traditions, but may I assume that yeah. this is a friendship kiss? <laughs> <laughs> Just gal pals. Yeah. And they smooch. <laughs> Yeah, but no, that was really cool. I'm glad. I, I was saw, seeing a lot of the, like think pieces, you know, about how like... Gaming has kind of rejected the Gamergate ideology and has, like, accepted that it wants to be more yeah, diverse and inclusive yeah. and stuff, which is really good to see. Yeah. Even if there are still a ton of, like, shitheads just barking back I at it. I was saying to Riley the other day that gaming culture is, like, the weirdest thing to me. Because I'm not, like, huge into gaming. Uh, just, You're such a gamer girl. I'm such a gamer girl. I mean, you do but, play Mario Kart every day. Yeah. Like, I like Mario Kart, but I wouldn't be like, I'm a gamer girl. Like, I didn't pay attention to E3. I just learned what, like, Twitter told me. Um, <laughs> but... I find it so weird because gaming is such this like weird culture and community where they're so exclusive. Like they're all like, you know, it's mm. just us here. But then they complain about being the outcasts. They're like, oh, like I wish more people played games, but also, oh, you play a game on this device. Oh, you like this game instead of this game. Oh, you're not good at this game yet. Well, fuck you. And it's just so weird to see because like my only experience with a similar sort of vibe is metal because I used to mix in those sorts of circles a lot. Yeah. And like... They're super exclusive. Like, you know, they're, they've they got the same issues of, you know, if you don't know X amount of bands, you're not a true fan. If you don't know their old stuff, you're not a true fan. If you're a girl, you're probably not a true fan. You're probably just wearing the t-shirt because it looks cool. And I dealt with that. But they were fine with people. Like, they didn't want people to be into it because they liked the feeling of superiority. They didn't want yeah, everyone yeah. to like metal because they felt better because they liked metal. Yeah. Um, whereas with gamers, they're like, why doesn't everyone love this? But also we're going to be massive dickheads to anyone who does <laughs> try to get into it. It's just so weird. Yeah, it's very, like, we're on the outside, therefore, like, we're oppressed and marginalized and stuff. But also, like, anyone who tries to join us has to, like, show all of this expertise immediately. Yeah. Because, like, we're better than them. And Just it's, freaks. It's, yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, if anyone has ever been on Xbox Live or any sort of voice chat thing, it's just a cesspool. Like, it's just terrible. Like, the culture it breeds yeah. is just so toxic. It's just so gross. Anyway. Yeah. Also- um, but there was also... A woman in Assassin's Creed, I saw. Like, I think you can choose to play as a man Isn't or woman. Isn't Assassin's Creed? Oh, that is, guys. I thought, no, I thought it was a women's only one. Oh, was it's... it? No, it was Battlefield 5. I was thinking of Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah, Tomb Raider would be a female character, yeah. <laughs> never mind, continue. But I haven't played Assassin's Creed either. We're talking about all these games I've never played. But I saw um, <laughs> that you could, like, play as a girl now and everyone was having a fit. And it's like, you, you know girls existed before, right? Like, Yeah. Wait, people are upset that Assassin's Creed you can play as a girl? Yeah. Why are gamers such freaks? <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, but like, yeah. this is what happens when, like, I just feel like I'm the voice of reason right now. As someone who <laughs> went through high school with friends and enjoyed, like, things outside of gaming in her life, 
her alive. Her alive. I don't know. It's just weird because I'm like, I feel like a lot of gaming people get so into this world that they're like, this is the only world. Kind of similar to how like I just assume everyone's gay because I'm so into the gay world. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, it's just so funny coming from the outside and being like, are y'all okay? Yeah. I just think like in a lot of fields, but especially in gaming, like white and male has been the default for so long that yeah. these kids have just gotten, or adults as well, have just gotten used to playing as white men constantly. And if they have to play as anything else, or if there's the option to play as anything else, they're like, want to fight back against it because it's not the status quo that they know. It's not what they're comfortable it's with. So it's not what they grew boring. up with or whatever. I know. And I think also in Assassin's Creed, you can now pursue romantic relationships with people and it doesn't matter what gender you are or they are. Ooh. So you could like be a lesbian in Assassin's Creed. Oh, well then you're not an assassin, are you? You're just the goddamn lesbian. <laughs> assassin, am I right? And yeah, the other's a stretch. <laughs> but I saw people being like, because I think this one takes place in like ancient Greece. And there were so many oh people my God, being I saw like, that as well. yeah, like no, there was not homosexuality in ancient Greece. Like, like this oh, is unrealistic. <laughs> uh, if you want to be How historically accurate, they're really gay. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot um, of people use like historical accuracy just as like a cover for them actually just being really shitty and have really shitty views. Yeah. Because they don't actually care about things being like perfectly historically accurate. They just want it to be yeah, all white Yeah, because you see that all, all the, the time. time as well and things like, you know, Game of Thrones has been criticized for its lack of representation and mm. shitty female characters. And they're like, we're just trying to keep it historically accurate. I'm like, you have goddamn dragons. <laughs> you don't need to be like... We only use the scientifically found dragons <laughs> of history. Oh, it's so wild. Yeah. Mess. And then, so, like, after all of that, I saw this po- positive stuff about, like, The Last of Us and Assassin's Creed, and I was mm-hmm. like, wow, so many, like, ladies in this. And then I think someone, somewhere did a study that only, like, 8% of games featured a solely female character. Like, a lot of them you could choose yeah. a male or female character, but, like, 8% had only female characters, and, like, 24% had, like, only male playable characters, yeah. which is just... You think you're doing so well because you're, like, getting these little bits of representation, and then it's like, actually, no, the industry is still, like way yeah. leaning towards male characters oh totally yeah <sighs> yeah you wrote Fortnite, and i'm assuming that's just because you've been playing it. i've been playing it so much <laughs> i've got a victory royale i came in first in solo i was real pumped about it it took me many many games to you get woke there. me up for it i did not wake you up for it okay well when i woke up it was the first thing you said to me <laughs> Yeah, it was important. <laughs> I've been playing so much. It was really hard to get the hang of because you have to be like building stuff and shooting stuff and you don't know where anything is. And it's it's so stressful. <laughs> like, I know you play Mario Kart to like de-stress and like calm down and stuff. Yeah. But it's like you die in Fortnite, it's over. Like the whole idea is there's 100 people yeah, on this Riley island. Yeah, Riley keeps telling me. Sorry, you can explain the concept. Go. All right. So if you haven't played Fortnite, 100 people on an island, it's like last person standing wins. And so you just got to kill people and not die. But like... I feel like in other shooters, you die, you just respawn again, and so there's not a lot of, like, stress over it. You're like, it sucks if you die, but, like, you're just gonna come back. And this is, like, you're gonna be putting in all this time into this game, and then you just get sniped, and you're like, great. So I'm so cautious about, like, walking around, and I just hide in corners (laughs) and, like, slowly make my way into the middle. Yeah. And it's just, I'm like, by the time it's over, my heart's, like, pounding, I'm, like, shaking. Yeah, and Riley keeps suggesting it to me. I'm like, Riley, I literally play Mario Kart because I have anxiety (laughs) and it calms me down. And you're like, by the way, this game uh, even gives me anxiety. I don't have anxiety. You should play it. (laughs) Maybe. Yes. You wouldn't be as stressed out about dying, and you'd be having more fun and, like, running around and shooting stuff. Yeah. It's a possibility. It's a fun game, okay? <laughs> I believe you. I will play it at some point, but... <sighs> yeah. Anyway, um, is that all the gaming news? Oh, wait. No, there was more Smash stuff I wanted to talk about. <sighs> okay. Smash Ultimate. 
I have waited so long for this. I got a switch just being like, they better really smash it. <laughs> you actually did though. You have been bringing out for a long time. Yes. And it's coming out in like December. I'm so excited. But Ooh. I saw this thing of like, so Peach in a lot of the games holds, in all the past games, holds Toad out like mm-hmm. as a defense. If you throw any projectiles, Toad like absorbs them and I think like spits <laughs> them back. And it's so sad that like Toad only appears in the game as like, a defensive tool like a yeah. meat shield for peach yeah. and then in the newest one um when you use that attack toad just stands in front of peach like proudly defending her like and she's kind of <laughs> cowering behind toad and it's like yes i the tweet i saw was just like character development yeah <laughs> but like isn't that it's, it feels like almost like stockholm syndrome Oh, yeah, why? Why you gotta be like... like, Look, as someone who is... As I've expressed, I'm not a gamer. But, like, he's just been used this whole time, and now he's being conditioned to just, like, do it on his own. Like, he's not even having to be held anymore. He just does it because he's been so brainwashed into it. Oh, my God. Toad has Stockholm Central. No, I think... I I think think Toad's in an abusive relationship with Peach. (laughs) No, Toad's like... So Princess Peach is like a princess and Toads are like the servants. Uh So Toad's just like doing his duty, you know? Mm. Protecting the princess. And in this version, it's like taking it into his own hands. So what does he have to gain from it? Uh, What does any servant have to gain? What's his motive if not brainwashing? Why do monarchies exist? Why is she a princess? Why isn't she a democratically elected leader? Why is taxpayer money going to these castles where you jump into paintings and fight giant turtles with spikes on their chest? Is, is your way of like spiraling to make yourself feel better to turn it political? Was that political? Yes, you instantly went political in a moment of panic. <laughs> She's a princess. It's a monarchy. I feel like that was rational. <laughs> You were getting all real about it with Stockholm Syndrome. I wasn't trying to be like talking about, about monarchies. I'm just saying that, that how out? I see it. Uh, <laughs> I just love that your like defensive mechanism is to bring up politics. Anyway, <laughs> is that all your gamey stuff? I mean, the old, I think I mentioned this before, but it was just the photo of Sakurai just being like, never ask me for anything again. Just yeah. add me in fucking stitches. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, we can talk about something that's not Let's smash talk it. about... Oh, look. Again, I feel like we brought up YouTube stuff last week, and we were like, mm. we're not a YouTube gossip channel, but here's uh, this one thing. I'm doing it again. I'm sorry. Yeah, you brought this up. You put this on the... I did put on, on the list. list. Did you... We've discussed it briefly in person because I had to show <laughs> Riley she's her shared context because she didn't even know who a gosh dang Zoella was. Um, but Alfie Days, <laughs> the... I was going to say better half of Zoella. We can't even say that with full faith. Um, <laughs> Zoella's boyfriend. Okay. Basically did... <laughs> it's so bad. He did this challenge, in quotation marks, uh, called spending one pound in 24 hours, uh, which he quickly changed to spending it just on food and drink for 24 hours. Wasn't it? No, it was like living on $1. Yeah, he originally called it. In yeah, the title was like living on one pound, but then in the video he clarifies that it's for food and drink only. Yeah, and obviously, because no one could actually do that for other things as it, well. It's just so incredibly out of touch. and It was mind-boggling. Like, you told me it was out of touch, and then... You showed me bits of the video and I was like, wow, yeah. rich people do not know and it's just, what life is like. It's just so weird because like their whole thing 
especially what they came up with was like being like your best mate that you watch on YouTube. Like a lot of YouTubers people Mm. see as like their friends and people that they know. And it just showed how incredibly out of touch. Firstly, my one of the peak moments was when he holds the one pound coin and he's like holding it away (laughs) between his pointy finger and his thumb, like pointy finger, index finger. (laughs) I forgot the name for a second, (laughs) but he's like holding it between those two fingers. Like this icky one pound coin. Peasant money. What is this This coin thing? Um, and he complains, like, about fecals. He has to pour himself a glass of water, which, by the way, he can't do with his normal filtered water that he doesn't like. <laughs> he has to use, um, like, tap water. Which like is... the peasants use? Like you and I yes. drink? and he can't use ice because that's, like, from their fancy ice-making machine. And so he calls it an empty cup of water. Okay, it a cup of water. It's a cup of water without ice. That's what no one would call it. Oh, my God. Uh, and there's just so many golden moments, like when he complains about how he has a black card for a uh, frozen ice cream place, a frozen well, yogurt place. He, he, like, used someone's Waitrose card, which is, like, a fancy grocery store. Yeah, to, like, like, he was like, coffee. I have to go to Waitrose. I'm like, you could just go to Tesco. You go to Aldi and, like, yeah. live on that for so much longer. And he goes to Waitrose to get a free coffee from his girlfriend's thing. Yeah. And he has a black card that he's complaining that he can't use. He's like, I guess that would be cheating. I'm like, yeah, getting free food because you're famous and you have a black card for multiple establishments would be cheating on the one pound challenge. Yeah. I mean, like most of these like living on whatever money per day or like this much money on food per week. Yeah. I, they're always just like, well, I got a free meal from this thing and like went out with friends and they paid. And yeah, like, we watched one last like, week as well yeah. where it was literally like this girl who was like, I'm going to be living on, I think it was like 20 pounds for a week in yeah. London. And then she's like, so I went to my student union and they had free alcohol. So we got drunk. Yeah. And like, so I went to the cafeteria and I got this free milk and I'm like, it's not free. You can't say that this is God, yeah. these people are so like. I know, but I, I have seen some really good videos like that. Like, there are some people who are like, "I'm going to live on X amount for a day and see how doable it is," and talk about how people actually live on that. Like, there are people out there who yeah, are yeah. genuinely living on one pound a day, who are genuinely living on seven quid a week or ten pounds a week, yeah. and they have to make it work. And then these people just make such a fucking mockery of it. Yeah, and especially like I think. The moment that I was just like, wow, was he... So he's, like, driving around his, like, fancy-ass, like, million-dollar car or whatever. Yeah. Like, burning gas and stuff, which is, like, yeah, that doesn't cost any money at all. Yeah. And then gets back in the car, and he's like, well, just went shopping, like, bought a game and some clothes and a beard comb. Yeah. He bought earrings. And I'm like... The day that you're supposed to be making this video about not spending a lot of money and you go shopping, like, could you just put it off one day? Like, yeah, just, or just don't put it in the vlog. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and my he, God. literally, I'm like, if I could think of two things more unnecessary than earrings and a beard comb, he doesn't even have a beard properly. It's like very closely <laughs> shaven. I'm like, what are you using this for? And he literally, he says, he's like, I don't know what this does, but apparently it's good. I'm like, you just bought something without even knowing what it does. I like as well when he pointed out that he was going to make an, um, a coffee with his Nespresso pods. And he's like, I don't even know how much those would cost. I'm like, that is just so privileged to like not even have any vague idea yeah. about how much the coffee that you drink every morning costs. Like, I know. I can't imagine being that rich. Literally. I have coffee, like instant coffee. And I'm like, that cost me around $15 for a huge thing. And so I could try yeah. and do a math if I wanted to. I'm like, to not even have any vague idea about how much 
the stuff in your house costs is so wild to me. And to bring that up during the thing, he also complained about how he didn't get to have a protein bar, a protein shake after his personal so trainer funny. came. Oh my god, yeah, and he had a personal trainer too. <laughs> I was just... like, literally, you couldn't put this stuff off for twenty four hours and be like. For your like yeah. thirty-seven minute video that had like twenty-four pre-roll mid. It's ads. just the like, fact. I honestly, I didn't watch the <sighs> whole video, but it's just the fact that he didn't go straight to Little or Aldi and buy a shit ton of beans and rice and like a thing of spices. Like that's what you can live on for a pound a day. Yeah, and it sucks, but you can't just go to Waitrose. He was going to Waitrose and buying bloody croissants and a coffee, and he's like, well, "How else do people buy food? I don't get it." <laughs> like. <laughs> Are there stores for the commoners? I just... <laughs> I don't know. It's just... It, it was, was painful. It was so wild. And the video is still up, so you can all uh, go watch it. I just yeah. hate rich people. I think um, Jack Mate did a really... That's the guy who I showed you. Mm. He did a really good takedown of it. I don't agree with all of his content as a disclaimer, but I do think that he did a good job on that video because I was like, yep, pretty much. <laughs> I just want to eat the rich. At what point do we get to eat the rich? I want to become rich and eat the rich. That's my goal. You can become rich and then I can eat you. Are you glad that <laughs> yep, you got yeah, to use? The other day I said I want I to... I said this before. <laughs> but she waited like three minutes after I made my comment. Anyway, <sighs> good plan. <laughs> good comeback save time. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so that, that was, was a mess. That. that was a thing. Oh. Um, let's find something. Anyway, do you want to talk about the um, Stanford prison experiment situation? Ooh, sure. So... It was recently uncovered, I suppose, that the Stanford prison experiment that everyone hears about in like Psychology 101 or whatever was just a lot of bullshit, was just like very staged and not scientific and pretty much everything we know about it is wrong. So from I'm going to do this from my memory. I'll like link the article in our Patreon post if you want to like read the full thing about it. But Mm -hmm. from what I can recall, so the... Stanford prison experiment was like the student Stanford in like the seventies, I think held this really like unethical study where he had college age, like white guys come in and split them up into two groups, like guards and prisoners. And he was like, you're trapped here for X amount of weeks or whatever. And just gave them those roles. And the guards started being like really awful and controlling and abusive. And the prisoners started having like mental breakdowns and were really sad and stuff. And the whole and then he had to like call it off because it like got too serious. And the whole point of this study or this experiment and how it's been taught afterwards was like everyone has this like nastiness in them. And if you put them in power this ability to be like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it's, it's kind of been like, ex- like used to explain and to a certain degree, excuse like people who've gone along with like Nazi stuff, just like, Oh, they weren't like inherently bad people. They were just like, everyone has this thing in them that can like yeah. be brought out if they're given enough I power remember and stuff. I was being taught it in psychology and in the class, yeah. I was like, I just genuinely don't think that I could kill someone. Like I understand mm. that like when there's more degrees of separation, like, you yeah. know, shooting, like, you know, stabbing someone is going to be different to just flicking a switch for a gas chamber that yeah. has one person in it. So I think like, you know, there's different varying levels, but I was like, I just genuinely do not think in my core that I could do that. I would do everything I could to find a way out. I just couldn't go along with it. And they, like everyone in my class was like, no, no, no. Like you don't know the situation until you've been in. I'm like, I just don't think I could kill people. Anyway. Yeah. yeah well, so it's been this like whole thing to be like, everyone would do this. Yeah. And so I've seen before all this recent stuff, I've seen criticisms of it that like they only used college age white men. So like people of other genders or races maybe don't have that same instinct to just be like super aggressive, like haven't been raised yeah. that way. Um, and so it was a critique like that. But the new thing that's happened basically is that, uh, 
we found out that it was all kind of a fraud. Like the guy who ran it was one of the guards and like worked with the guards and told them to be like abusive and cruel and to fuck with the prisoners and just gave them, told them to do these things, which apparently they came to on their own was what everyone believed before. Yeah. So he's leading them in the experiment. And then Which is they, bad science. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's not how science works at all. If you tell people to do all these things and then go, whoa, they just did these things of their own accord. Yeah. This is how it works. Yeah. And then all the prisoners, so it was like reported that they were having mental breakdowns and stuff. And then they interviewed some of the prisoners, like all these years later, like <laughs> quotation marks prisoners. And yeah, one of them was like, yeah, I had a test in like two weeks and he wasn't letting me study. So I just faked a mental breakdown. Like I was fine but I was just faking this breakdown <laughs> so that I could get out of the study because he wouldn't let people out if they just asked to get out. Yeah. And so people started just, they wanted to leave. They were just bored. And so they were just trying really hard to get out. And before all of like the conflict happened and the experimenter guy started pushing it all, everything was fine. Like they were just chilling. Yeah. It, was, it was all okay. And so it's much more in depth than that, but it's just wild that this thing that we've all thought we knew about psychology for so long is yeah. just completely wrong. Yeah, no, that's so nuts. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was very interesting. I thought it was very interesting as well. I like it. Uh, are we talking about turfs now? Ah, sure. Let's Woo! give it a, a whack at turfs. <laughs> so this week, essentially, yes. the Cancer Research Council in the UK uh, basically just said, hey, anyone with a cervix, get it checked for cervical cancer. Whoa, controversy. Whoa. I know, right? <laughs> that this really progressive political stance that Cancer Research UK have taken is... Honestly, ridiculous. I know. Wow. People uh, with cervixes? I know. Uh. Yeah. Basically, people lost their goddamn minds, which I don't understand. And one of my favorite replies was that trans people don't have cervixes. I'm like, like <laughs> you can say that like some trans women don't have cervixes, sure. But trans people as a whole is just so incorrect. Yeah, there are, there are trans people with cervixes. Yep. Can confirm. <laughs> oh. God, turfs will just lose their shit at the drop of I the hat. I know, it's just really funny because Riley told me that and I was like, huh? Like, where's the drama? And she's like, oh, because turfs. I'm like, oh. Oh, yes. Turfs, yeah. the, one of the most easily offended groups that will just <laughs> get mad at the phrase everyone with a cervix. Yeah, like, so um, in if, case... Sorry. I, I just, like... The thing about it is it's not even like a SJW feminist thing. It's literally just descriptive. Like yes. it includes all of the possible people you could need to include. Everyone with the cervix. Yeah. That's it's like everyone you need to be talking cancer. to. They yeah. don't, like, they're like anyone with testicles, get them checked out. For testicular yeah. cancer. Like they're mad because it decenters cis people. Like it, it kind of acknowledges the existence of trans people in like a subtle Which way. Which is because, truly offensive. I know. <laughs> because like not all men have testicles. Like there are trans men and not all women have cervixes. There are trans women. Basically trans people exist and Tufts are pissed about it. <laughs> yeah. But it's like saying everyone with a cervix to a degree like kind of acknowledges that and yeah. is like a good thing but also like it's not like they're but out also, here being like trans people exist they're literally just being like they're just being more accurate with their yeah. thing though it's yeah, like the it's same as accurate. saying like people with noses go get this thing done like yeah. it's just it's so wild to me that you can get mad over that it's so funny. This happens so much with like trans stuff where I'm like, you could just say people with penises or people with vaginas. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, well, I want to use these old words that I've been using because they make sense to me. And I'm like, you could, you could just change be more descriptive. Word. Yeah. Yeah. It's like more accurate. It's not like I'm obfuscating. That's a word, right? Damn. She got the big words as well. Yeah. Just like muddling everything. Like it's not, yeah. I'm clearly making, we're all making this more accurate, you know? Yeah. <sighs> Fucking turfs. <laughs> 
It's and dumb. Nice. Anyway, I want to talk about this crazy... I feel like this is just a week for, like, what the gosh dang hell. Like, the Stanford experiment... What the gosh dang hell? Yeah, the Stanford experiment, <laughs> the Elfie Days situation, mm. and now this. Um, so... This has been going on for years, mm. uh, but it's been coming to light recently because of a campaign that Lush have been running. Damn, and really? Did not see Lush coming forward as, like, the activist organization? Activists are? Lush is, like, an activist organization. What? It's a soap company, isn't it? Yeah, no, like but they bombs? Yes, but they're... <laughs> am, whole... I, am I for the wrong Lush in my head? <laughs> no, they... Oh, do you not know about this about them? This is, like, part of why I'm such a huge fan of them. What? Sponsor me, Lush, please. Um, <laughs> don't have to sponsor me. Just send me free stuff. I'll make, like, 30 videos about you. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Um, no, so Lush, like, they're cruelty-free. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, Hell's Vegs and stuff. Hell's Vegs? Yes. Uh, well, some of their products aren't vegan because they use honey. But, like, most of them are. And a whole, like, part of their, like, I don't know, ethics and moral and why they do it is that they y- use it for activism. So... It started with, like, animal cruelty, but they've done things about slavery. They've done a lot of stuff about LGBT rights. Damn, like, look they, at Lush. Yeah, they, like, release products for different, like, you know, they've done things for Pride Month, but, like, they have other things to support Do they it. have rainbow bath bombs? They had a rainbow soap, I think it was. Wow. Um, but, yeah, they, they're, like, super into, like, activism. Um, so this... <laughs> cute. Um, <laughs> so them doing this isn't, like, weird. They're okay. just... Yeah. It's just in my mind, they were like soap company. And I was like, oh, wow. No, no, no. All like, right. They've do always, your thing. Like, yeah. They've always been at like the huge forefront for like a lot of activism things. Cool, cool, so, cool. So yeah. So we love us a bit of Lush. Uh, please send me free products because I'll use them a lot. Um, <laughs> right, what? So what did they do? Uh, basically, they've started raising awareness about this like phenomenon in UK policing, uh, which is about undercover cops. And so I've sent you one article about it, but I'll just sum it up for the listeners. <laughs> um, essentially, there have been policemen who have been going undercover, and this has been happening since, I think it was 1968, like since the 60s. Um, Jesus. In activism circles. So police have been going undercover and infiltrating activist circles and often becoming romantically and sexually involved with women in these circles so they could fully know what's going on there. So they would actually like date these women for years and years and years. Like I read one story about, and like, we're not even going to get into the whole like misogyny of that, like just using women to infiltrate like that. Cause that's literally gross. Like, yeah. Um, but just like the emotional trauma of that. There was one woman who was talking about this guy that she'd been dating. He was known to them as Mark Stone. And like, you know, they lived together. They would go on holidays together, like either with the huge activist group or just the two of them. They, and in her mind, she was like, I know him better than anyone else. He knows me more than anyone else. At one point, like her dad died. He was at the funeral with her. Like they saw each other through some really serious life shit. And she started to become suspicious because it was something to do with like him like going away more often or something like that. And she was like, I don't know what's going on. And she saw a passport in the glove box and it wasn't his last name. Oh and my God. the killer part was that it saw that he had two children and that just like, <sighs> didn't line up with the story of Mark Stone as she knew him. She's like, that doesn't, where would that have happened? Like that doesn't make sense. And then he gave her this like whole spiel about how he was like, previously like involved in like a drug ring and like he took on the and she found emails calling him dad and stuff and he's like yeah this like my best friend like died and then so i took on the kids like it was and he had this like beautiful pre-rehearsed thing she's like we cried all night like he was in my arms like crying about it for like eight hours 
And yeah, like it's this whole thing. And then eventually they figured out that he was actually like a policeman who had been assigned to like be with her. Terrifying. To like, and that is just like literally imagine dating someone for six years of your life and like just thinking that it's a normal relationship and that you're in love and that you're going to spend the rest of your lives together. Uh, And then to find out that it's uh, just been a like literal police, like, Police duty. Like, this wasn't some random, like, undercover thing. <sighs> it wasn't, like, some random undercover thing, though. They yeah, were yeah, yeah. genuinely assigned by the police force to spy on these activist circles and to do that. And that is so terrifying. Yeah. And so, yeah. I just, I don't, can I check real quick? You're not a cop, right? I'm not a cop. Cool, 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 cool. Glad, <laughs> glad that's cleared up. <laughs> um... Yeah, so it's just like the craziest thing. So to what me. was Lush doing, like in? So Lush to all put this? um some like posters. They basically put like in their storefronts, yeah, all yeah. around the UK, like posters about that and wow, like signs about it. And they're like being... warning people that their boyfriends might be cops. <laughs> Shit. No, they're just like trying to raise awareness about the whole thing and yeah, raise yeah. money for the women who have been affected by it. Fuck. And it's just. Yeah, and then one uh, policeman actually walked in. So there's been a lot of backlash because people are thinking that because Lush are against this part of the police force that they hate police. And oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's yeah. how it works everywhere. If and you criticize anything about the police, you hate order and want everything yeah, to die. Yeah, it's like, who are you going to call when you're in trouble next time? <laughs> yeah, not your undercover police boyfriend. Yeah, and it's just... I just think it's ridiculous that you can... It is possible to criticize an element of something without hating it. Like, police are needed. They can do a lot better, but they're needed for society. Like, you know, you need people to help, like, keep stuff in check. I'm undecided on this topic. (laughs) Fair. But, like, do you mean, like, I think that... But there's still a lot that they can be doing that's better. And there are a lot of, like, structural changes that could be made to the police force as we know it right now. Yes, they could absolutely be significantly better. I'm not going to fight you on that. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I think that people criticizing, like you know, people criticizing undercover cops in that sense mm. isn't the same as being like, we hate all police, you know? Yeah, yeah And so yeah. now people are like, oh, Lush hates all the police. And they're like, no, we're just trying to raise awareness for this, like, messed up thing that is still happening today. <sighs> it's wild. Can't stand these police stands out here. <laughs> yeah, it just, it sounds like out of a movie, though. Oh, like, yeah. For, no, that's some orphan black shit. That's, like, what she has as oh. his boyfriend for, like, years. And then he's like, surprise, cop. Yeah. Then, oh. It's so weird. It's so scary. So. Oh, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the thing that happened. And it has been happening for, like, a while. Apparently, it first came, like, it was first revealed that that was happening in 2015 or something. Like, there was a mm. huge court case in 2015 about it. Uh, but, yeah. Like, Six years of your life is such a long time. I just can't imagine it that. It would shatter your whole world. If I had yeah. to find out, like, after all this time that you were just, like, a police person, like, mm. trying to infiltrate, I don't know what. What am I infiltrating? <laughs> infiltrating the life of a mediocre social media manager in Sydney. <laughs> trying to figure out the memes <laughs> yeah. so we can use them for our nefarious governmental purposes. <laughs> report back in 60 years i have gathered all the memes from the meme (laughs) queen (laughs) but yeah it's just it's wild it's sounds like it's out of a movie but it's a thing that's happening in the uk and terrifying i mean i honestly would not be surprised if that was going on in the u.s because the police i don't know if they've done it with like relationships but they have like planted undercover cops into like antifa like organizations to figure out what they were doing um and yeah it was like real bad 
and that they would get information about like antifa protests and stuff ahead of time and like mm. fuck it all up and oh, oh it's just very bad stop it's that so wild. bad police bad yeah so that's a crazy <sighs> thing and we hope that it can stop we'll link um a few of the like stories that people have come out with yeah and lush's campaign um on patreon all right but, like, how about yes a lighter topic did you have more to say no that's all what's the lighter topic international house of don't say it barnacles <laughs> okay obviously Jesus. if you've been on the internet you've heard of ihop becoming ihob which is shit which is probably confusing for people who english is not their second language because p and b are very similar sounds for people who english is not their second language for, um, for people whom English is not their first language. There we go. There are other languages where P and B are like the same sound because they're phonemes. I took a linguistics course in college. They're very similar. Like they sound the same to a lot of people. P B. Yeah, they're very similar. Anyways, that was not the point. I didn't. It was just confusing. Anyways, I hop is now I hob. What are your thoughts? Well, firstly, props to the marketing team. You can see the little social media manager coming out of me here, but like. That was such a good thing because everyone was like, what will it be? <laughs> yeah. Um, so they really did a good game of the guessing game and replying to people a lot on Twitter, which I really appreciated. So <laughs> from a purely uh, career part of me, I'm just like, cool, well done. Good job. Uh, yeah, I do I think, think like I've seen a lot of people being like, oh, burgers, why? That's so dumb. Like, But apparently they serve burgers as well. You didn't know that? Have you ever been to an IHOP? I've never been to an IHOP. We didn't go to one in America? No, you were meant to take me and you didn't. We went to Denny's. It's like the same thing, but better. (laughs) I know, but I wanted to also go to an IHOP. Did we we really not go to an IHOP We didn't go to an IHOP because I kept bringing it up and you were like, "Hmm." Is that what I was like? I love IHOP. I wouldn't have been like, let's not go to IHOP. I feel like, really? Mm. I'm shook. Yeah. We'll have to go back. When we go back to America, we'll go to an IHOP. But um, yeah. We'll go to an IHOP. Oh my god, I'm never going to go to an IHOP. No, so I've seen that it's not like a permanent change. It's just like a marketing stunt and they're going to go back to IHOP like really soon. Yeah. I just got panicked. No, it'll be okay. Um, Yeah, like I've seen so many people like, oh, this is so dumb. Like, who cares about burgers? Blah, blah, blah. You're known for pancakes. And like, fair criticism, but also the whole reason they're doing this is so people will criticize them because it gets people talking. Yeah. Like they know that doing like weird, controversial out there stuff gets people talking about yeah. it and they've they've succeeded like have everyone's De- talking have about it said that they're gonna call themselves denny's yet because i feel like that's something denny's would pull uh, uh, denny's had a response i think they were like we're not gonna start doing pancakes like uh, they had something sassy i forget i love denny's twitter but a few other brands like burger kings called themselves like burger king i think yeah and <laughs> hot pockets that. called themselves like pop pockets or something. <laughs> pop pockets <sighs> i don't know yeah a lot of brands were like hitting back if they it. had a p they'll turn it to a b literally yeah yeah it was just it was all marketing stuff like yeah and then every other brand was also trying to cash in on it and like just get their brand out there because if people talk about you and you get a lot of retweets even if they're quote tweets saying that this is silly like you get attention and people think about your brand more and they go there more like gotta hit those kpis kpis clicks per individual what key performance indicators it's like performance indicators or index indicators i think it's indicators i don't know that's my job. <laughs> but it's, like, what you're trying to, like, hit. Do you know what I mean? Like, you might need, like, oh, we want, like, this I much I don't coverage. hit anything. I am not a violent <sighs> person. How dare you assume this of me? I with that? Yeah, I was. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, gotta hit those KPIs. Gotta get that ROI. It's all the money. Return on investment. I know that yeah, one. Yeah, it's my girl. Otherwise known as Hua. 
which is king in French. Ah, I didn't know that. That's yeah, cool. Fun fact. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. So that's a pancake. And now I just want pancakes. I hate when we talk uh, about Oh, yeah. Food we should never podcast. talk about food. <laughs> um, okay. The, you showed me. I'll put the photo on our Patreon. Patreon.com yeah. slash galpals. But you showed me a photo of a model from... Where was it from? It was from Fashion Nova. Yeah. Basically, they, I had to do some shopping. Yeah. I've got to tell people. I had to do no, some you tell the people. shopping. Uh, mostly I need to tell them that I've ordered some knee-high gray boots. And once those arrive, it is genuinely from the bottom of my heart over for all you bitches. Because... <laughs> You're so hot. You're going to look great. They're, like, they're just the best aesthetic for me. And I didn't know I needed them until I saw them. And now I'm just like, oh, like everyone's life is going to be ruined once I get these because I'll be so powerful. <laughs> so my I'm very life excited. will be ruined. I will faint immediately from <laughs> the beauty. Cutie. Um, but yeah, uh, as I was browsing... Passing Fashion Nova, I saw this bodysuit and it's mesh, it's sheer mesh on the bottom half of it. And they've just photoshopped out her vagina. Or I mean, her that's... vulva, sorry. Someone did try to fucking mansplain vagina to me on Twitter. That's so funny. They literally had, they're like, well, actually, <laughs> it's a vulva. I'm like, yes, but it's not a catchy tweet that's going to get dem retweets if I say vulva. Anyway, they photoshopped out her vagina slash vulva and it's just this like barbie situation it's just it's terrifying it's also a bad photoshop as our friend ash who's a photographer pointed out as well that you can see the photoshop lines in there like it's not even a good yeah they weren't trying very hard just grab yourself the blur tool buddy um (laughs) but yeah so (laughs) it's just amazing and i'm obsessed with it oh yeah it was creepy yeah anyway is that everything we have today? Should There's we? one small thing. You start looking up the advice, advice things. Yes. yes. I want to talk about, just very briefly, um, a couple of, like, serious things. Hit it, boo. Um, yeah. Just, I, I don't want to go into them too much because ugh, it's exhausting to, to constantly talk about depressing things. But um, Trump has been doing a lot of shitty immigration stuff, like separating families at the border the second they come through, even if they're seeking asylum or anything. And it's just really fucked up. And then he's blaming Democrats for it, saying it's like a democratic policy, but it's like clearly a policy that has been put in place um, by Jeff Sessions, who's part of his administration. And it's just, they're also saying it's like a deterrent to keep people from immigrating. And it's all just a fucking mess. Like immigration to the US has always been shit. Obama's deported a lot of people and that's also inexcusable. But like the things that the Trump administration is doing now, like separating children from their families and keeping them in these basically like concentration camp kind of things is really fucked up. And to watch how people defend it, to be like, oh, they're fine. Like they have access to schools and food and stuff. It's like, mate, they can't leave. It's a prison. Like yeah. it's not. It's being like, oh, just imagine. Like I hate that you have to do this, but imagine if it was your kid doing. Like in that it makes situation. me so sad that people can't imagine those kids as their kids because they have no empathy for people mm. who are not like them, and it's so depressing. They're human beings. Like you should just be able to have compassion for human beings, and it makes me so sad that people in this country don't, and it's hugely dehumanizing to those kids, and I'm just very scared for them. Wow. It's just messed up because, like, it just doesn't seem real. Like, it doesn't seem like something that should no, be happening yeah. in 2018 in America. Like, it just... It's- yeah, it, it doesn't seem real. It's just so vastly inhumane, and I'm really scared about where it's going and what this whole administration is doing. And anyways, I don't want to talk about it too much because it's very depressing, but just know that that's going on in the world. And, and vote Democrat. Up. Yeah, and yeah, vote all these fuckers out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
Um, kind of also on a political thing, California will have something on the ballot in November. I saw that! Yeah, to split it up into three states. And let me just say, fuck as someone who will be voting in California in November, fuck that! Like, genuinely, like, it's fucking crazy what Trump is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's weird living in this part of history. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, so the, like, the ad- initiative, the ballot referendum whatever to get california split into three states was like pushed by some like multi-millionaire republican dude who's trying to get the senate and the house to have more republican representation and one way to do that is gerrymandering and so this is basically like super gerrymandering by splitting california into three states where one of those states houses like all of the democrats basically it's like Mm -hmm. sf and la and the rest is all the rural parts of California that now have that are like the four Republicans that live out there and are super angry and grouchy and hate immigrants. And <sighs> basically, the plan to split it into three states would give Republicans a lot more power and let all of these really shitty bigoted people just run wild it's in the just Senate. It's so the House. clear what they're trying to do, though, because if they were like, oh, we're just concerned about like, you know, because I have heard concerns from Republicans who are like, we hate that. California and all those people in the big city are, you know, it, people in LA are voting blue. And no, they I'm get, sure all the Democrats in the South are pretty fucking pissed too. I know, I, no, I totally agree. Red. I'm not yeah. being like, oh no, these poor Republicans. But no, I, know. I, I have heard that before that yeah. they're, you know, upset because LA is more populated than the rest of California, so California yeah, yeah. is always blue. But if they were just like, oh, we just want to give them an equal shot, you'd just like split it in the middle and make it red and blue. But the fact that yeah. they're being like, oh, we're specifically doing three and two of them are going to be red now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if they wanted to, they could split fucking LA in half and have two blue there. You know, like, it's possible to have, yeah. like, the split hit on San Francisco, between San Francisco and LA. Like, yeah. you can split it however you gosh dang one. And the fact that they're doing it so, like, pointedly to make yeah. it one blue and two red to just outnumber it for the California vote is mm. so gross and transparent and fucked it's just so funny how they're like we want more like accurate um representation and it's just like well i have an idea for you then we could fucking get rid of the electoral college and just have a popular vote you would have your vote much more directly counted Mm -hmm. and we could stop all the fucking gerrymandering that y'all are doing ridiculously at every level of government yeah like the republicans will use it to their advantage all they can they'll get trump elected with the electoral college Mm -hmm. and then They'll be like, oh, but actually, it's us, the poor Republicans, who are not represented properly in this system. Like, fuck off. Yeah. It's just, it's so weird, like, I don't know. Just, like, all the things that have been happening recently, Mm. it's weird living in this point in history, which is going to be written about in, like, it's going to be taught in schools as a what-not-to-do guide for, like, years and years and years and years to come. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, it's weird living during this time in history is all. Yes. Can we do advice questions now? I'm stressed. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyways, happier topics. Yeah. So, this is from someone who would like to remain anonymous. Cool. As they all do. <laughs> all you bloody people wanting your privacy. What's I'm that anonymous. like? Huh? I'm anonymous. You don't know me. No? No. I know you very well. I'm a ghost. You're a police officer Ooh. undercover. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... Hey there, Riley and Fiona. I love your videos. Thanks. And podcasts. <laughs> Thanks again. And hey, provide a combination of humor and education. You're welcome. <laughs> Fiona's the humor and the education. <laughs> wow. I'm both. <laughs> wow. Are you saying I'm not humorous? The reason I'm contacting... Oh my God, she oh, just cutie. moves right away. <laughs> <laughs> the 
it's cute. I just think she's funny. The reason I'm contacting you is to ask advice about attending the Pride Parade. I'm an 18-year-old cis straight girl who lives in the San Francisco Bay Area. My best friend that I've known since I was literally a baby recently came out as bisexual. Say hello to your baby bi friend. I reacted with positivity and support because I love her like a sister no matter what. Pure. We are even going to attend the Pride Parade together along with her boyfriend. My question for you is what advice do you have for someone attending Pride that is not a member of the LGBTQA community? They did all the um, little letters. It was really <laughs> was that too many letters for you to say? Yeah, too many. All these identities. <laughs> oh, um, I want to be there as an ally to my friend and the rest of the community, but I do not want to do anything that would appropriate queer culture or be offensive. What are some do's and don'ts for straight and cis people attending Pride? What might be appropriate to wear? Can I still wear things with rainbows or the bi pride fl- colors or even pride flags, even though it's not part of my personal identity? I like to think that I'm socially aware and accepting of people with diverse identities, but I always like to stay informed. Sorry if this is long-winded. I just wanted to pr- provide enough context. Thank you so much. An inquiring ally. Oh, that's sweet. It's cute. I think the fact that And I'm that mad you're... because she's so sweet and it's taken away my knee-jerk reaction of don't go to pride. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I think the fact that you're asking all these questions is a very good sign. It, yes. Like, the fact that you're aware of these things and paying attention to them, like, you're probably going to be okay. Yeah. Like, I think the way that I see it with straight people at Pride is, the thing is, like, in general, I don't like it. Mm. But I also think there's a huge disclaimer by the coming, so, like, you can still go. But, like, <laughs> I also think that it's um, important for some people who are super close to queer people like i love seeing like parents go to pride yeah yeah, because they're like you know like straight parents go to pride because their kid came out or like uh bi guys straight girlfriend going to pride there are like these exceptions if you will yeah and i mean like straight and cisgender people like because there are like straight trans people yes 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 yes, just for clarifying yes look i'm the one who brings that up very much Um, but i think that the main thing you can do is just don't make it about yourself like that's the best people advice like don't you can wear like pride colors if you want to just don't do it in a way that looks queer baby because that is my goddamn major pet you're not allowed to wear flannel (laughs) no flannel (laughs) no but I i hate when people like go to pride as like an ally and then the rest of their life they're like secretly queer baiting that drives me mad yeah um but Um, you go i i was just saying like i think one of the big things is to if you're like wearing all these rainbows and stuff and like people assume that you're gay or queer or something like don't get offended by it like because i've seen straight cis people like i don't know go to pride things and like be dressed in rainbows and stuff and like you could easily assume that they're queer and then someone's like oh like you're gay right and they're just like oh no 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 homo no (laughs) which like i don't think the person asking this question would do that but just as advice in general like yeah it's not offensive if someone assumes that you're not straight or not cis or whatever it's just that's the area that you're in yeah and i think as long as you're just like like actively trying to be respectful um and just aware of everything that's going on, like, you'd be okay. Yeah. I think you're good. Anyway, <sighs> do you want to say the outro this week? You've already said the um, intro, so. I, I can't see. It's, so it's on a screen that's kind of far away from me and Fiona, and I don't have my glasses on, so oh. can't read it. So I guess I get to say something Yes, I guess time. you get to say it this time. That's nice. Because you never get to speak at all during these podcasts. <laughs> you're just so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's everything we have for this week. Had to sing it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Also, just wanted to say, yeah. Saws, there's no conspiracy theory this week. We're just... 
there were just so many topics to talk about this week that I was like, I can't fit a conspiracy theory. Into yes, this as but well. it will be back next week. Don't cry for me. Fiona and I know. will be arguing the about truth something. Is I never left you. Oh, jeez. All right. Fin- is someone knocking on our door? No. I got excited because I thought we ordered food and I just totally forgot about it. Anyway, oh that's everything we have for you this week. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate us on iTunes. And if you haven't already, be sure to check us out on patreon.com slash galpals. We could really use your support on there. And if you need some advice or want to ask us questions that we can answer on the podcast, you can DM us at galpalspod on Twitter. Or you can also email us galpalsthepodcast at gmail.com. But mostly DM us because I'm the one who picks the advice questions and I normally just check DMs. But you can also email us. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Kitty. Kitty.